Well, let's see if uh, let's see if I fix my fix my fucking technical difficulties. You're in the doghouse. Yay! Well, if I could maybe pay attention and not watch the fucking TV, we can get this shit underway. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13, and still over on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. Trying to put out at least a bit quicker podcast here for the main slate. You guys have the spreadsheet here. You will get the article tomorrow. Uh, I am definitely I'm paying attention to all the COVID stuff. We just had Tyler Huntley uh, go on COVID IR. I should actually switch that uh, right now because that means that we're going to have Josh Johnson starting at quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. So, you know, we got that going for us, which is fucking nice. But um, I'm going to have to try and figure out if I still like the uh, Bengals on the other side because uh, – Oh man, that's really gonna help uh, help kind of slow that passing offense down because really, you would expect that Josh Johnson's not gonna be able to keep up in there. But we'll get to that one. We'll get to that one. Okay, uh, we'll have an article out. I'm planning on putting out another podcast there. Uh, sorry about the Christmas slate one. Uh, there are notes available if you end up hearing this one before the game started. I can send you the notes. Uh, that I had typed out. It did go up on the notes for, I know, Spotify and for um, uh, Apple Podcasts, so we're good there. Uh, but let's uh, let's get started here. Try not to take up too much time. I got lineups I got to build for Saturday, um, and you guys are going to be able to read all this anyway. So Let's get it started here. Detroit at Atlanta. This is the first of the early games. Atlanta opened a six and a half point favorite. Forty four was the over under. Currently, Atlanta is still a six and a half point favorite. Forty two and a half is the over under. We do not have Jared Goff in this game. He's going to be out, which means that I believe they're going to start Tim Boyle. Which I don't know why David Blau is not going to start. Um, just I don't know. I'm fucking dumbfounded. DeAndre Swift in this game is listed as questionable. Um, but really, uh, it comes down to what are we going to do here at running back? Because Jamal Williams doesn't have the injury designation designation. sounds like he's going to play, but I don't know exactly how this is going to work out between him and Craig Reynolds. He is priced above Craig Reynolds, 6,717 and 5,000 good for 13, 25th and 26. So it's a hell of a fucking value, but Craig Reynolds has been running really well at 6,000. 17 and 4,500, good for 22nd, 25th, and 36th. So I'm going to keep an eye on this one. I'm going to kind of take a look and keep paying attention to it. 
uh, Atlanta Falcons, the reason being because Atlanta Falcons 26 in rush defense DVOA, 16th versus running back in the passing game, 24th in points allowed to the running back position at 22.9 and 26.4. With Jared Goff not being in there, that is the only thing that makes sense to me about why uh, Jamal Williams would be playing in this game. They're, they're trying, they're, they are trying to win games, okay? Um, they're trying to build for next season. They knew it was going to be a bad season, but um, it kind of is what it is. Now, as far as Detroit is concerned, you know, I like Josh Reynolds. I liked Amon Ross St. Brown in this matchup. Uh, it's a very good matchup against Fabian Monroe, Richie Grant in the slot. Um, but, I mean, we got Tim Boyle at quarterback. And I don't know if we can trust any of these guys. Now, I can go back and take a look at the Tim Boyle game. That was at, at Cleveland because, uh, look, he was 15-23 to 23 for 77 yards, two interceptions. DeAndre Swift got the bulk of the carries uh, against that Cleveland defense. Um, he was 14. That was the 14 for 136 game and a touchdown. That was right before he got hurt on Christmas morning or uh, Thanksgiving, that Thanksgiving morning game. Uh, if we look back, Josh Reynolds was not there yet. Uh, Amon Ross, Sam Brown, 4 for 4, 18 yards. This was kind of a TJ Hawkinson uh, game where he got six receptions on eight targets for 51 yards. So, I mean, Brock Wright, maybe. Uh, he did throw him a ball one for one on there. So does that mean that tight end, really, we, we have a value here? Because tight ends against Atlanta, 24th in DVOA, 21st in points allowed to the position. Uh, Brock Wright's going to come in bare fucking minimum, man. Um I don't know why that wasn't upgraded. Hold on one second here. Oh, that's the reason because I didn't upload. I didn't put the numbers in. God damn it! Well, you you guys are gonna get another copy of this anyway, so it's all good there. So Brock Wright, maybe, maybe Brock Wright is the right answer here. You know, bare minimum. Like I said, bare minimum across the board. Um, it kind of makes sense to be completely honest with you if you wanted to pay all the way down, but we'll, we'll take a look at that and consider that versus any other type of, uh, matchups that we quite possibly have here. Uh, Atlanta on the other side is going to try and win this game as well. Uh, they still have an outside shot of making the playoffs, even though, you know, it's really few and far between, um, not really taking a look at Matt Ryan. I'm just, I'm just not, um, Russell Gage, though. Russell Gage, I can see having a decent day against uh, um, A.J. Parker. We have uh, Amani Aruwarie out. Um, Russell Gage, though, is getting it done. Got it done last week. Still, uh, he's kind of priced up. I don't know how much I like him. Uh, Detroit, 22nd in DVOA versus the wide receiver one. They are our only 14th in points allowed to the wide receiver position, 28.1, 35.8 overall. Russell Gage, 6,700, 17, and 5,900. Good for 16, 24, and 18. Uh, I do like him in this matchup here. Um, I think it's a pretty good matchup. It's just whether or not his pricing has come up way too much. Uh, let's go to Atlanta here. Just kind of take a look real quick. Uh, so last couple of weeks, we'll go last four weeks. So seven targets, 12 targets, six targets, 11 targets. 
kind of a little up and down flow here, but um, is definitely far and away the best wide receiver to utilize here. Now, I don't necessarily hate Kyle Pitts. I'm going to include him. Actually, I'm going to include him because I want to take a look. It's going to be one or the other, right? So Kyle Pitts, 5,917 and 5,800, good for eighth, eighth, and fifth. Um, this, I think, all comes down to really kind of pricing in here. Uh, don't, I do not hate him. It's just whether or not he's going to be able to get the touchdown because the uh, Detroit Lions are 22nd in DVOA versus the position. Uh, 16th, though, in points allowed to the position, 10.4 and 13.4. It's a good spot for him. Um, I think maybe GPP-wise we could actually take a look at Corderell Patterson. Uh, I would expect that Atlanta would actually probably win this game, to be honest with you. Um, and looking at him, he's 7,200, 27, and 6,700, good for 8th, 5th, and 7th. Uh, but I just don't, I just don't trust him. So, like I said, I, I, I think it would be more of a GPP type option. I don't know if I would ever trust him really in cash. Uh, Falcons defense, are we, are we considering it? I mean, they just continue to get injured. Uh, 3,800, 11, and 2,600, good for 13, 15, 16, which means that they are, you know, basically ass minimum. Uh, 20, uh, Detroit Lions, 25th in points allowed to the uh, opposing team defense at 7.71 uh, points per game. Uh, Arizona, or Atlanta, is 31st. If we go back up to Detroit Lions, but Detroit Lions defense just isn't that good. I'm going to have to take a look at this one. Uh, Arua <laughs> I know I'm saying it wrong, but I don't, I don't, I don't care. But uh, he had been playing actually pretty fucking decent. Um, I just don't know if I'm going to trust Detroit Lions in that one with him out of there. I don't know. Let's take a look at it. Atlanta's. I'm going to have to take a look at it. I'm just going to have to take a look at it. Baltimore at Cincinnati. Cincinnati, two and a half point favorite. Opened as two and a half point favorite. 44 and a half was the over under. Last night, uh, they uh, were four and a half point favorites. 44 and a half was the over under. I would expect that over under to come down. Uh, the spread to increase between Baltimore and Cincinnati. Um, as far as the position players, there's only one guy that I would take a look at. It would be Mark Andrews uh, with Josh Johnson in there. 26 in DVOA versus tight end are the Cincinnati Bengals. 24th in points allowed to the position at 11.5 and 14.7. But can we trust him at all? In cash that's going to be a really big fucking question uh josh johnson did get time in here uh with the new york jets and actually let's go take a look let's go see what he liked um man that was a while ago i think that oh yeah it was the indianapolis game he was 27 of 41 uh 317 yards three touchdowns and an interception four rushes for 18 yards so he just came in fucking slinging man uh, didn't do much with the running backs. Who did he like? He liked Elijah Moore. That was uh, seven, seven for eighty-four and two. Uh, he liked his number two as well, five for sixty-six. Spread it around really. At Jameson Crowder, five for thirty-eight. Wasn't going to be much for tight ends there. 
Although I will say that was a Tyler Croft game where he got hurt. Uh, two for 38 there. Ryan Griffin, though, four for 28 and one. Ooh, Trevin Wesco, actually, two for 16. So maybe Mark Andrews is going to be a sneaky GPP play. I don't know about cash, but GPP, I can definitely see it. If he liked, if he liked those guys on there, I wonder if Bateman might be the best guy here. Hmm. Bateman might be the nice best guy there, but I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to trust Josh Johnson. I, I think I'm going to pass on Rashad Bateman and just focus on Mark Andrews. Um, like I said, this is really going to kill Cincinnati from the point of like how dangerous, how dangerous is this offense going to be? Can it keep up? Um, probably the safest quarterback on the board though, really is uh, Joe Burrow. 7,130 and 5,900, good for 12th, 10th, and 11th. 29th in pass defense DVOA are the Baltimore Ravens, 26 in points allowed to the quarterback position. Uh, last five weeks on here, 25, 24, 25, 22, and 26. So um, they've really been able to get passed on pretty much for about the last eight weeks. They've really been getting kind of fucking torn up. Uh, as far as Joe Mixon's concerned, probably going to pass on it. Uh, Baltimore fifth in DVOA versus the in rush defense DVOA, thirtieth uh, in DVOA versus the running back in the passing game, tenth in points allowed, nineteen on FanDuel, twenty one point seven on DK. Although you might have to consider it, considering the fact that maybe Joe Burrow's not going to do ne- have to do nearly as much, which would really put Mixon in, into play here. Um, I'm going to go back and take a look at that. But uh, really, I mean, if you look at the pass, if you look at the at the receivers, uh, all three are in are in play: Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Um, Baltimore sixteenth in DVOA versus the wide receiver one, 29th versus the wide receiver two, thirteenth versus wide receiver plus. Um, so really, you're looking at T. Higgins again in cash. Although I do not hate Jamar Chase, um, I wonder how much they're going to you know, heavily rush in this game. Uh, Jamar Chase tends to be a little bit better when there's a heavy pass rush. Um, 22nd in points allowed to the wide receiver position as a whole. 29 on FanDuel, 35.8 on DK. Um, We really saw MVS go off, though, man, in this matchup last week. Um, So it makes me lean Higgins again. Uh Pricing here, Jamar Chase, 7,100, 28, 7,100, good for 11th, 4th, and 8th. Uh, T. Higgins still at really good price, 6,500, 22, and 6,200, good for 20th, 16th, and 15th. Uh, Tyler Boyd, 6,200, 15, and 5,100, good for 25th, 32nd, and 28th. Probably going to go back to T. Higgins, but like I said, the other guys, uh, I'm not hating here. I'm also not hating C.J. Uzoma. Um. At the tight end position, it's going to be more of a GPP play, though. 5,015, 3,000, good for 17th, 9th, and 20th. Uh, 19th in DVOA versus the tight end. 28th in points allowed to the tight end position here. Um, so I think we definitely have to consider Uzoma. Uh, hasn't really been doing a whole hell of a lot. He was quite active, though, last week in the game with Denver. Um yeah, caught three for eighteen. Hey, he's been he's been kind of active actually. 
targets the last four weeks, three, six, six, and four. So I think we can consider him. I'm, he's just not my favorite. Now, Cincinnati Bengals defense is going to step up. It's probably going to be one of the higher higher utilized defenses this week. Um, they're actually pretty cheap. Uh, 3,500, 15, and 2,800, good for 17th, 6th, and 12th. Um, so definitely, I think we can consider that. It's actually better than what the Atlanta Falcons are. Um, it's actually, yeah, it's better than that. It's, it's $100 more on FanDuel than Detroit Lions, so I think we can pass on that. 200 bucks more than Detroit Lions, yeah, 2,800, 200 bucks. Yeah, it's negligible. Uh, differences over there. So, uh, giddy up, Cincinnati. Going to be playing, picking you guys up at least. Uh, I'm taking a look at this game. Uh, next game, LA Rams at Minnesota Vikings. Rams opened as three and a half point favorites. Forty eight and a half was the over under. Currently, LA slipped to minus three. Forty nine is now the new over under here. Matt Stafford in play with this passing offense and them trying to get Cooper Cup the record. I mean seventy nine hundred, thirty six, sixty seven hundred, good for fifth, fourth, and sixth. It's a heavy passing offense. So um in a pay up spot, I don't hate him. I don't think there's very many pay up spots that we like at quarterback this this week. Uh, Minnesota, 18th in pass defense, DVOA, 29th, though, in points allowed to the quarterback position, 19.7, 21.1 on DK. Um, can we consider Daryl Henderson? Maybe, but Sonny Michelle's going to cut into there. Um, I really don't want to try and figure out who's who in this one. I know there's a lot of talk of Cam Akers. He's not going to be back this week, but... Minnesota, 21st in rush defense, DVOA, 17th versus running back in the passing game. Uh, 23rd in points allowed to the running back position at 21.3 and 24.5. I'm just going to go ahead and skip it. Uh, don't really care much for it. Uh, the pass targets, though, yes, we do like. We like Odell Beckham. We like Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup's the guy that we're going to try try and fit in for cash lineups. Uh, so just keep that in mind um, this week at your other positions. That's kind of why everybody like Joe Burrow because you could pay down. Um, in that spot. Odell Beckham, though, 6,600, 2,300, good for 18th, 13th, 25th. Cooper Cup, first across the board, of course, 9,841 and 9,100. Uh, Van Jefferson, don't hate him, don't love him, though. Uh, 6,300, 21, and 5,500, good for 24th, 17th, and 22nd. I think this has been a uh, Skoranek thing. Uh, don't buy into it don't really buy into it. I think it was just because Odell Beckham coming back from COVID last week. Um, that's why he saw a lot of uh, uh, playing time this week. So don't don't buy into it too much, okay? Uh, Minnesota 24th in DVOA versus wide receiver one. That'll be Patrick Peterson on Odell. 26 versus the wide receiver two. That's Mackenzie Alexander. That's why we wanted to attack there. Wide receiver plus they are 24th as well. Uh, but Cam Dancer is uh, graded out better than Van Jefferson. Um, that's why I would probably like Odell a little bit more. Um, but Minnesota 32nd in DVOA or, uh, in points allowed to the wide receiver position, uh, it's a whole 34.8 on FanDuel and 43.5 on DK. So really the guy that we're going to want is probably Cooper Cub, Odell Beckham, close second, or not a close second, but, uh, the second most favorable guy here. 
Um, Kirk Cousins, not going to use him on the other side. I just don't think he's going to be able to pull up any type of value here. Uh, also not looking at Dalvin Cook. I'm not, I've said it before. I'm not scared of the LA Rams defense at all. It's just whether or not you can actually get point, you know, return on points at the, at the various positions. Now your pivot probably for, uh, Cooper Cup in this matchup is actually probably Justin Jefferson going to be should be lining up against Darius Williams, uh, may see a little bit of Jalen Ramsey, uh, eighty four hundred thirty two and eighty one hundred good for third, second, and third. So you're getting one fucking hell of a discount on Cooper Cup, and I'm going to tell you, you paid down for bare bones at running back this week. Justin Jefferson paired up with Cooper Cup. Oh. <laughs> not going to be a lot of people going on there hopefully we see the return of adam thielen that'll take a little bit of pressure uh hopefully see a little bit more of jalen ramsey on that side um but i'm not i'm not going to trust i'm not going to trust adam thielen this week um uh, tyreek hill has cleared health protocols so we do have Tyreek Hill back for Kansas City. Ooh, ooh, are they going to get their guys, their guys back here? It's cleared health and safety protocols, so we can move him back. We can move Tyreek, which is good. Which is good. It's good. I mean, I got to totally change a lot of shit around, but fuck, I'd rather do that than so. Um, now it's just a matter of who the hell is he facing against. Um, if you want to wait one second, we can take a look here. Uh, let's do this. Let's go here. All right. So we got, uh, Tyree kill has been moving a little bit more to the outside. I'm uh, supposing that's going to mean he's on the Joe Hayden matchup here. Let's see here. Come on. Dumb fuck. Let's see if they've done it. PFF has been on fucking vacation uh, the latter part of this week. So, like, the most important time that we needed them, they were not here whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to see. You're going to see. You are going to see. We're going to move that one back up. Cameron Dantzler, you're going to see Joe Hayden on him. Um, and that's going to be a plus matchup for uh, Tyreek. Uh, let's see, he's at 66.2 rating. I'll let you in on a little bit of secret. This is what we do here when I look at the matchup advantages. So 66.2 for Hayden, right? So you go to the roster telling you exactly how you figure this out. So 66.2, uh, Tyree kills in an 87.9 rating. So you take, you take that 66.2, you divide it, you divide it by Tyree kills 87.9 and you get a 25% advantage in the matchup for Tyreek Hill based on pro football focus ratings. That's how you do it. So Joe Hayden, he's getting a dark green on there, but 
We got to go back. We got to go back. We got to go back to Buffalo, New England. Um, you can't you can't ask me straight up. Christian Kirk or Equinamius? It's two completely different things. Do 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 Equinamius. Equinamius versus Christian Kirk. This is for the two game slate. I said, I mean, Equinamius is more shoot from the hip. Um, GPP, hope and pray. I mean, that's just that's just what it is. I mean, Christian Kirk is is the steadier option. kind of hard it's when you're playing a two-game slate you would if you wanted to get off the chalk which is going to be christian kirk or aj green i would suppose it's going to be christian kirk if you wanted to get off that chalk you'd pay down and then you'd pay for equinamius so because he's he's kind of that option that nobody wants to fucking play right he's not going to get as many targets uh so it's going to lead to a lower possibility for receptions but he has been looked at in the end zone. So you're trying to get that touchdown. You're trying to pivot off of Christian Kirk by not spending that much and then using the money elsewhere um, by going with Equinamius. That's that's just what it is. That's just how it is. I mean, uh, there's no more, there's no more, no less than what I can say on that. So someday, someday you're going to get it. Because I know this, it just it. Folks want to just ask the the question in a simplistic form without thinking it through, and that's when you're doing DFS, when you're doing GPPs, you got to think it all the way through. Um, I don't spend a lot of time on my GPPs. I spend a lot of time on the cash game lineup, of course, because that's how I that's how I'm making my money. But um, really, it's like I said, it's the danger level. It's really the danger. How much risk are you willing to put into your lineup to try and get that number one spot? So Buffalo at New England opened up New England, two and a half point favorite. 44 was the over under currently now uh, is New England minus two, 43 and a half is the over under. I'm not going to play Josh Allen. I understand um, that that's where most of the offense is going through there. Um, What I am going to take a look at though, Pardon me. Is Devin Singletary, who is getting a lot of run. Um, he's not the best play on the board, though. Uh, but if we look back, let's take a look back at the Buffalo, because they just played fucking New England, yeah, like three weeks ago. So Josh Allen, 15 of 30 for 145 and 1. Also had six rushes for 39 yards, uh, but lost a fumble. So he didn't do much at all. Um, Why would you have Royce Freeman on your fucking league anyways? Um, and then when you look back down here, now Zach Moss played in that game. Uh, kind of took away from Devin Singletary there. Um, but Zach Moss has been inactive for most games, so I would expect him maybe to be inactive or at least be the third wheel. 
Uh, but Devin Singletary, 10 for 36. Didn't get any targets, though. Those went to Zach Moss. Uh, two receptions uh, for 12 yards on three targets. Uh, Matt Breida also had one for one. So I don't know. It, this one's probably a complete fucking fade for me, to be honest with you. Uh, I don't really care much for it. Now, as far as the Buffalo Bills defense, uh, probably too high for me. 4,019 and 3,200 good for ninth, second, and fifth. Uh, Going to stay away from that one. New England on the other side, I, I I don't have a lot of interest in either. Now, Ramondre Stevenson did go on COVID IR. Um, so we're going to pay attention a little bit to Damian Harris here. Uh, and Brandon Bolden. Those would be the two guys that would take over. Damian Harris, 6,600, 19 and 5,600, good for 14, 18, 17. Uh, they've been kind of holding his carries back, but without Ramondre, that's going to give a lot of the bulk of the carries to Damian Harris. Now, if you wanted to play it from the point of maybe New England's from behind, then you would look at Brandon Bolden at 4,900, 15, and 4,200, good for 54th, 32nd, and 52nd. Now, you can live with you can live with the Damian Harris price, I think, in cash. Um, although I wouldn't really trust it. Buffalo ninth in rush defense DVOA, fourteenth uh, versus running backs in the passing game, sixteenth uh, in points allowed to the running back position as a whole, though. So middle middle of the range, nineteen point two on FanDuel, twenty second on DK. So uh, this has been during their long run; they've still been getting kind of gashed. Um, in the middle, this is a running team. So I'm going to think about it. Uh, let's take a look here. Let's take a look at New England, though, real quick. Because we're not spending much time on this game. I don't like most of the shit in here. Um, where's Damian Harris? Okay, so he was out. So last time he was on the field... Week 13, he had 10 carries, 111 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson got the majority, 24 for 78. Uh, Brandon Bolden, 4 for 28, had a, a target, one reception for 7 yards. So then you come into week 15. Stevenson got fucking shellac, 10 for 36, um, 1 and 1. And then Brandon Bolden, you know, he only had 4 Four carries for three yards, but he had five targets, three receptions, 41 yards. So um, it's really dependent upon their opponent. Now, that Buffalo game, that was a Damian Harris game. Got lucky on there, but now we don't have Ramondre Stevenson here, so we do have to consider it. We have to consider it. Not, I'm not looking at the fucking quarterback. I'm not looking at the wide receiver. Not looking at the tight end. Can we look at the defense? Maybe, maybe not. Um, 4,100, 19, 2,900 good for seventh. Second highest price defense and tenth over on DK. Okay, so let's go ahead and move on. We're fading that game for the most part. Jacksonville at New York Jets. Oh, this could be a fun game. This could be a shitty game. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) (coughs) New York Jets opened as a a one-and-a-half point favorite. 41 was the over-under. Currently, Jets are now favored by two. Uh, 41-and-a-half is 
the over-under here. Trevor Lawrence, I don't care what fucking matchup it is. I just, I don't know. He could steal a fucking touchdown, but I am not trusting that motherfucker uh, as long as I can. James Robinson, on the other hand, now that he's the only guy with no Carlos Hyde, I left Carlos Hyde in there specifically with the IR designation uh, just because there's no reason uh, or it, it just solidifies the fact that it's really James Robinson's backfield here. He is he is pricey, though. 8,200, 26, and 5,900. This is because everybody used him last week. Uh, good for 4th, 6th, and 12th. Uh, New York Jets are the team that we like to run against, though. Uh, 32nd in rush defense, DVOA, 26 versus running back in the passing game. Uh, 32nd in points allowed to the running back position as a whole at 31.5 and 36.3 on DK. Uh, not going to try. I'm not really going to trust anything in the passing game outside of, I will say, I do still like the Laquan Treadwell thing. Um, it is, it is his favorite. It is his favorite target. It came up again this last week and nobody is fucking picking up on it. Like I saw somebody bitch about it, that it was, uh, why he liked Laquan Treadwell. And I'm like, uh, Dude, the proof is in the pudding. You can see it uh, if you actually did your own fucking stat reading. So, uh, but Laquan Treadwell, fifty three hundred, fifteen, and thirty five hundred. A little expensive on uh, Yahoo, but Yahoo's kind of getting this. They're kind of understanding this. So forty six, thirty second, and sixty fifth. So really good price here. Almost near bare minimum over on DK, especially you're only five hundred bucks above. So. Uh, definitely considering there, Tavon Austin's back, LaVisca Chenault's on COVID IR, so uh, I'm sure a lot of people are going to fucking go there, but I'm just not. I, I'm, I'm just honestly not. Uh, let me take a look at the New York Jets, because we can look at the tight end position, but you're going to have Dan Arnold back um, from injured reserve uh, versus Miami. Let's see, versus Miami. New York Jets versus Miami. Did okay, I guess. Gazicki and all them. Uh, New Orleans, mm, Philadelphia, yeah, Philadelphia. That one was all right. Uh, Houston, yeah, Houston, yeah. That was a Brevin, a Brevin Jordan touchdown, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so I mean, we could consider James O'Shaughnessy, but I just don't like it with Dan Arnold being back. I'm not trusting any of these fucking defenses. Um, Jacksonville fucked me, I guess. Josh Allen, their best pass rusher, went on COVID IR, so um, not liking that. Uh, Zach Wilson on the other side for the New York Jets, uh, 6,600, 20, and 5,300. Good for 20, 29, 19. Jacksonville, 31st uh, in DVOA pass defense, 19th in points allowed to the position. They just got railed on by Davis Mills at a value last week, which really pisses me off. Uh, 19th in points allowed to the quarterback position, 17.7 on FanDuel, 18.7 on DK. Where are you guys picking up? Matt Ryan dropped Tyler Huntley. Oh, well, have fun with that. Um, who do we want to look at here? Oh, oh my God, New York Jets uh, defense is way the fuck priced up. Fuck that. Uh, Keelan Cole, Jameson Crowder. I don't know if I really want to get involved with this. Let's take a look. Let's see what their targets have been. Okay, so two for Cole, eight for Crowder. 
three for Mims, one for Braxton Berrios. Uh, the week before, it was six for Cole, six for Crowder, one for Mims. Braxton Berrios had ten. Ugh. Uh, see, there's a correlation between Zach Wilson and Braxton Berrios. Let's see. Last four weeks, though. Let's see. Two for 47 on three targets. One for 11 on one. Six for 52 on 10. One for 26 on one. Uh, but had the two carries for 10 yards right out the gate in that game last week. And he got the touchdown. Would I think about Braxton Berrios? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, would I just do it? I know fucking Vlad Sedler's on it. I tweeted it. I fucking respond tweeted it at him like, oh, you son of a bitch. You're going to put this shit in my head. But he doesn't tweet it. He doesn't tweet it out to fuck with anybody. He just tweets it out because he's actually thinking about playing it. So I'm going to put Braxton Berrios in there. GPP only. Nothing in fucking cash. Um, earlier in the year, Braxton Berrios actually would have worked. Um, but in this one, no. New York Giants at Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia, nine-point favorites. 43.5 was the over-under. Uh, currently, Philadelphia minus 10. 40.5 is the over-under there. Sounds like we may actually get Jake Fromm starting in this game. Um, which is good. I mean... It's all good there. Uh, Saquon Barkley, it's going to be a good matchup for him. I'm not fucking doing it. Uh, 7,019, 19 price is pretty decent, but 6,500, good for ninth, 18th, and 8th. Devonta Booker, though, is really interesting because they are, I want to take, I'm going to, I'm going to insert both of them in there because I want to take a look at um, snap counts and everything. Because Booker at 5,600, 13, and 4,900, good for 29th, 37th, and 28th, has been producing more than Saquon Barkley. So I got to take a look at it. Just have to take a look at it and uh, see if I like it or not. But um, I don't know. I mean, Kenny Galladay really hasn't been getting anything done. 5,500, 11, 5,300, good for 40th, 50th, and 25th. Uh, could be lined up on Steven Nelson. I would expect a little bit of slay on that one. Uh, Eagles are 27th in DVOA versus the wide receiver one. Let me see here. So Giants, ooh, they actually did play Philadelphia recently. Uh, let's see what happened here. We may get Kadarius Tony in this game too. Uh, so let's see the last four weeks. So this starts with the giant last time they played the giants three for 50 on seven targets, uh, three for 37 on five targets, two for 15 on eight, three for 53 on seven. Ugh. so fucking gross. I don't know. I don't know if I want a fucking thing to do with this offense. Evan Ingram and Kyle Rudolph, both in good spots here. Um, Jesus Christ, they go back and fucking forth. This is, it's fucking gross. This is completely fucking gross. I'm not touching that fucking side of the ball. Fuck that. Fuck that. I will take a look on the other side. I'll take a look at Jalen Hurts. Uh, Look good last week. Um, Actually, earlier this week, I should say. Um, Looked pretty fucking good in there. 
He is priced down finally, again, uh, to a good spot, which is great. Uh, 7,735 and 6,400, good for 7th, 5th, and 7th. So you're paying a little bit for the rushing, but uh, not bad here. 13th in pass defense, DVOA in the New York Giants. 18th in points allowed to the quarterback position. 18 on FanDuel, 19 on DK. Uh, Miles Sanders in play uh, here. He is still, he's still actually really priced down. Interesting. Is he priced out? He is still priced down below Damian Harris. Holy shit. And they're actually utilizing him. So 6,420 and 5,600. Good for 17th, 14th, and 17th. Uh, New York Giants, 28th in rush defense, DVOA, 5th uh, versus uh, running backs in the passing attack. Uh, 25th in points allowed to the running back position at 22.9 and 26.5. So um, I like that. I don't really care much for the passing targets. So this is this is definitely one of those things where I think what you can do is you could pair up Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders and run it that way. Um, sorry, I'm just putting in Eagles defense real quick because I want to take a look at some metrics here. But, um, but I think you could run Jalen Hurts and... Miles Sanders together because they should be playing from ahead in this game, which is going to keep Sanders on the field. Um, he's been getting the job done though. I mean, dude is averaging five point three two yards per carry. He has no touchdowns, but I mean per carry, last four weeks. So when he came back from IR, sixteen for ninety four had a fumble, but. It is what it is. 9 for 64. That was a game where he should have been going off. 24 for 120. Also had 3 for 3. It was 3 for 3 for 22 yards. Um, And then 18 for 131 this last week. It's like they're ramping him up. Kenny Gainwell had nothing. He had one target. Uh, Jordan Howard had a little bit of run in here. Um, that was more late. 15 to 69. So, Jordan Howard, where are you? 5,700, 16, and 4,300. Good for 26, 28th, and 47th. Hmm. DK, maybe. Actually, you know what? I need to take a look at that. I want to see what their snap counts were. Um, but Miles Sanders, I think, is really is not bad. Um, I'm going to take a look at goal line carries um, versus the Giants and see where we're at on there. So I don't hate I don't hate Jordan Howard. Uh, FanDuel, I don't really the pricing isn't down that much. Neither is it on Yahoo, but on on uh, DK at 4300, that puts him 300 dollars above minimum. So that's be interesting for a GPP play. I can't run that. I can't run that in. Uh, Cash, but GBP, I can definitely take a look at it. Philadelphia, like I said, we liked. Eh, that's about it there. Tampa Bay at Carolina. Ooh. A lot of people talking about Tom Brady bouncing back from last week. Uh, it's going to be quite difficult. So Tom Brady, 8,400, 3rd, 6th, and 3rd. Uh, goes against the Carolina Panthers, 8th ranked 
uh, DVOA pass defense, fifth in points allowed to the quarterback position, sixteen point two and sixteen point six. I don't like. I don't like it. Uh, probably going to stay away from it. Where you're going to get your value from? Well, you're going to get it from Ronald Jones. Don't give a shit about Keyshawn Vaughn. Don't give a shit about Le'Veon Bell. Okay. Um, this is going to be your chalk. You're gonna you're gonna eat this right away. I'm going to tell you that. Uh, 5,400, 18, and 5,100. Good for 37th, 22nd, and 24th. Um, Panthers, 24th in rush defense DVOA, second versus running backs in the passing game. That's why I don't care that much about Keyshawn Vaughn. Ninth in points allowed to the running back position, 17.9 in FanDuel, 20.2 on DK. Uh, So essentially what you are looking for, you're trying to see if you can get 15 points out of out of Ronald Jones. I think you can get it in here. Um, I can see 80 yards rushing. I can see a touchdown. So that's 14 right there. That's not even taking a look at any type of receiving op, you know, receiving work at all. Um, yeah, you're going to have to worry about the fumbles and everything, but at the same point in time, when you really, when you really go down and you really look at it, um, with how much ownership he's going to have, it's not going to hurt you whether or not he passes or fails. What you're trying to do is you're trying to keep up with everybody else or trying to block basically everybody else on there um, for this week. So uh, that's the way I would run it. Um, You can also take a look at Antonio Brown here. I don't mind him on both, although I will say that DK is the best price um, because – you're going to have <clears throat> no Chris Godwin, uh, no Mike Evans this week. So he's going to be the number one, 32nd in DVOA versus wide receiver one. Should see some Stephon Gilmore. Uh, we'll see C.J. Henderson on the other side. They'll move him around. They'll move him in the slot against Miles Hartford as well. Uh, he should be the he- most heavily targeted guy. They're going to try and get it. You know, Brady is going to try and get him heavily involved. 7,000, 23, and 4,900, good for 13th, 13th, and 33rd. So on DK, I hate to say it, I think you can auto-lock both uh, Jones and and Antonio Brown. Um, I wouldn't usually recommend it, um, but for the pricing on there, forty nine. I mean, 4,900 is fucking ridiculous. So I think we can consider him there. Rob Gronkowski is going to get a lot of work. Um I don't necessarily hate it, but I'd probably say more in GBP. He's third across the board, 6,700, 24, and 6,200. Uh, the um, Carolina Panthers, they are uh, seventh in DVOA versus tight end, 10th in points allowed to the tight end position at nine on FanDuel and 11.4 in DK. I think we can definitely consider it there. Tampa Bay. Uh, Buccaneers defense, 4,700, 20, and 4,100. Good for third, first, and first. I don't know if I can pay up for it. I'm going to, I'm going to put them in right now for right now, um, and take a look at it just because, you know, Cam Newton has just been fucking disaster as far as turnovers. Um, but the thing of it is, is Sam Darnold is going to be back. He, they have said that they're going to fill fit him in, in here. Um, so <laughs> that can lead to turnovers from Tampa, even though they have you know a plethora of, de- of injuries. They have a couple COVID de- deals. 
um, they can still get the job done here. Uh, as far as anything else on the Panthers, I'm not touching anything. I, I like DJ Moore against Sean Murphy bunting, um, but I can't trust it. He is priced down 6,400, 17, and 5,700, but I just don't like it. I don't. I don't like it at all. I don't think Carolina's defense. Eh, I got to take it back. Carolina defense might actually be better than, um, might be a better play than what we think. They are, looks to be about pretty much the cheapest on the board. Um, 3,300, 11, and 2,300 go for 20th, 15th, and 22nd. But I mean, cash, you're not going to really run that. You're going to run that in GPP. Um, oh, I didn't go through the over unders on this one. Uh, Tampa opened as an 11 point favorite. 48 and a half was the over under. Um, that is down to Tampa minus 10 and 43 uh, is the over under. So not big fans in, of anything really here in this game this week. Um, okay, so moving on, we got the LA Chargers at Houston uh, Texans here. L.A. Chargers, 10.5-point favorites, 45.5 as the, was the over-under. Uh, still Chargers, 10.5, 46 is the over-under here. Um, the real question is whether or not we can you know, consider Justin Herbert. I, I do think that we can. Um, you know, Houston has the 10th-ranked pass defense in DVOA, 9th versus quarterbacks. Uh, in points allowed, 17.9 on FanDuel, 18.8 on DraftKings. Um, if Houston could keep up, I think Herbert wouldn't be too bad, maybe just in GPP um, because of the guy that I'm going to talk about next here. But um, So I'm going to take a look at Herbert. I kind of want to take a look at the matchups against the uh, Houston Texans here. But uh, with, Austin, with Austin Eckler out with COVID, okay, don't expect him to play. Um, you're looking at, you're going to look at Justin Jackson. E- even Austin Eckler said it. Uh, he was on a fan, he was on a fancy football uh, podcast. He, he loves fantasy football. He deals with it. Um, he loves it. He plays it. He he even said it's it's Justin Jackson here, and uh, um, fifty four hundred twelve and forty two hundred good for thirty seventh, thirty ninth, and fifty second. You could pay down with Ronald Jones and Justin Jackson there. Uh, Houston twenty seventh in rush defense DVOA, first versus running back in the passing game, twenty eighth in points allowed to the running back position at 24.4 and 27.2. Will you see a little bit of Josh Kelly? Yes. Larry Roundtree, not so much. So it's really between him and Josh Kelly. Uh, I'm probably going to tell I'm I'm telling you to back, back it up with Justin Jackson. Anybody who's, you know, listened to me and Renner uh, over at Daily Ambush, you know, back in the earlier days when we were doing scout and all that, we were higher on Justin Jackson than everybody else. So definitely considering him there. Um, if you're going to consider a whiteout here, uh, it would be Keenan Allen, 7,700, 27, and 7,700. Good for fifth, fifth, and fourth. Uh, versus the wide receiver two, uh, the Houston Texans are 27th in DVOA. 19th in points allowed, two wide receivers in general, 28.7 and 36.1. He is the most stable passing option in this offense. Now, whether or not you can actually pay up for him, that's kind of the the next thing because of paying up for 
uh, Cooper Cup. But we are paying down. We are paying down at a lot of our wide receiver spots here. So, or, uh, or running backs, running backs, I should say, maybe tight end. We're paying down a little bit. Um, the only other option that I really like, I do like Jared Cook. Uh, don't know if I could trust him in cash, uh, but GPP, we can definitely kind of consider him here. Um, get him installed. Uh, 5,100, 14, and 3,500. Good for 15, 14, and 15. Uh, Houston is 32nd in DVOA versus tight end position, 27th in points allowed to the position uh, at 12 and 14.4. And there will be no Donald Parham, so really he's got a battle it out between Steven Anderson and Trey McKitty, uh, but it will be more than likely it'll be uh, one Jared Cook. Can you consider the LA Chargers defense? Sure. They have been playing pretty well. Uh, they will be without Bosa, who's out with COVID, so this is a bit of a pay-up spot. Um, I don't know how much I like that idea, um, paying up for them. But uh, Houston's been is 27th in points allowed to opposing teams' defenses at 8.71. They will still heavily blitz, uh, rush the passer, 4,800, 13, and 3,400, good for second, 10th, and 4th. So on Yahoo, that's probably where I like them the most uh, this week. Seriously, are we going to fucking argue now about Austin Hooper versus David Njoku? No, we're not. We're not. Davis Mills on the other side, 6,600, 20, and 5,500. Good for 20th, 29th, and 14th. Um, the Chargers, 12th in pass defense DVOA, 17th in points allowed to the quarterback position, but that's after one week. Um, 18, 18 points per game on FanDuel, 18.9 on DK. Uh, they will have Asante Samuel back. Uh, match up with Chris Harris. This is actually their original starting three of Asante Samuel, Chris Harris, and Michael Davis. So I'm going to stay away from there. Running backs, I don't give a fuck. David Johnson, Royce Freeman, Rex Burkhead, they're all going to fucking take away from each other, so I'm just completely staying the fuck away from it. Uh, Nico Collins is kind of interesting as a value play because Brandon Cooks went on COVID. Uh, 5,200, 10, and 3,400, good for 52nd, 57, and 70th. But I don't know if I really care to try this one out. Um, you can consider it. I'm not going to put it, I'm probably not going to put it in the write up. Uh, I'm not even bothering with it right now, to be completely honest with you. But um, might take a look again at, say, with Brandon Cooks being out, might take a look at the Brevin Jordan play again. Um, that didn't quite work out last week. Now they have, uh, Jordan Aikens in pro football focus. They've switched from fucking Farrell Brown to Jordan Aikens, but they never do Brevin Jordan. So I have to reinstall it, um, in the matchup, kind of like how I did before with Tyreek Hill. Uh, they are 25th in DVOA versus the tight end, 32nd in points allowed to the tight end position, 14.6, 17.9 on DK. Okay, Brevin Jordan, 4,800, 10, 2,500, good for 23rd, 25th, 33rd. That one I would probably be the one that I would consider. Um, but, again, I, I got to take a look at the snap counts. I got to see what the fuck's going on there because um, it's really, really fucking odd. So I'll take a look at it. Uh, we'll consider that whatever. You know what I mean? So now – uh, late games, three of them. Chicago at Seattle. Seattle opened a seven-point favorite. 44.5 was the over-under. 
Currently, Seattle is a six and a half point favorite. Forty one and a half is the over under. Nick Foles is going to be your quarterback for the Chicago Bears. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Uh, what I do not hate, uh, we still look at our. I mean, we still look at our running backs versus Seattle, right? So, David Montgomery. Still, he's say, priced the same on FanDuel as Damian Harris, uh, but he's actually cheaper. No, he's more expensive. More expensive on Yahoo. But 6,600, 25, 5,700, good for 14th, 8th, and 15th. Um, you know, Seattle second in rush defense DVOA. I don't know how the fuck that's getting like that. Uh, seventh versus running back in the passing game. But 27th in points allowed to the position as a whole, 25.8 on FanDuel, 30.3 on DK. Uh, I think we can safely uh, go with David Montgomery. Um, fuck all these passing. Fuck them all. Fucking pass up on all these passing options. I do not give a shit. I do not like this kid, that kid whatsoever. On the other side, can we take a look at Russell Wilson? Everybody's shitting on Russell Wilson, man. Uh, 7,531 and 6,100 good for 8th, 8th, and ninth. Bears, 22nd in pass defense DVOA, 28th in points allowed to the quarterback position, 19.2 and 20 on DK. I don't care much for him, but I want to take a look at it because I love it, I love it, I love it. Uh, running backs, I think I'm going to stay away from. I don't know what we're going to get between Rashad Penny, DJ Dallas, uh, Alex Collins, you know, all that type of stuff. I don't know there, but I am going to take a look, take a look at the two big boys, um, who are getting priced down little by little each and every week. Uh, we get Tyler Lockett back from COVID. So we're going to take a look at him. Uh, but we're definitely going to take a look at DK Metcalf. He's priced down way too much. Uh, 6,700, 24, 6,400, good for 16, 11, and 13. Tyler Lockett, 9th, 5th, and 12th. Wow. Uh, 7,327. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, he went through that pricing. Uh, the Bears suck versus the wide receiver one, 30th in DVOA there. He's going to be facing Thomas Graham uh, Jr. there. Kendall Vilder will be covering Tyler Lockett. Uh, they are 14th in DVOA versus wide receiver two, but I do like Tyler Lockett versus Kendall Vin- Vildor. Um, so I do kind of want a piece of this passing attack, to be honest with you. Uh, defense, Seattle, eh, priced a bit too high for my blood, even though Bears are, what, 30th? 30th in points allowed there. I could consider, if you want to consider it for a GPP, I wouldn't blame you, but I'm going to completely pass there. So, moving on, we got Pittsburgh at Kansas City. Kansas City, 9.5-point favorites, 48 is the over-under. Kansas City uh, dropped to an 8.5-point favorite. This is before Tyreek Hill, of course. Uh, 45 was the over-under here. Ben Roethlisberger, uh, Kansas City, 30th. I I just don't like it. I just don't like it. I don't like it. Um, Najee Harris going to take a look in, uh, as a bounce-back candidate, uh, probably just in GPP, though. Uh, to be completely honest with you, uh, makes sense. Uh, it's still a decent matchup. Get past targets here. 8,400, 24, and 7,400 good for third, ninth, and third. Uh, Kansas City still 20th in DVOA versus the, uh, in rush defense DVOA, 27th versus running back in the passing game. 
19th in points allowed to the position, 21 on FanDuel, 24.8 on DK. Uh, as far as the pass targets, I will consider Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool here. Uh, Deontay has the advantage over Traverius Ward here. Uh, the numbers technically aren't all that great in, as, in terms of the DVOA. Um, but I'm going to take a look at it. I'm, I'm just going to completely take a look at it. Chase Claypool would only be involved in uh, GPP at this point. Uh, 5,900, 18, and 5,100. Good for 28th, 22nd, 28th, lining up against Mike Hughes, um, who has been pretty decent, actually, uh, since joining the team. Uh, but 11th in points allowed to the position, 27.3 and 34.5. So I don't really want to go too heavy there. Uh, we will not have Eric Ebron or Pat Fryermuth at tight end, which makes me not look at Zach Gentry or Kevin Rader. Uh, it makes me look at Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool, and more importantly, Najee Harris. Okay. On the other side, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I'm going to pass here. Uh, running backs have been really, really good, though, against the tight, uh, against Pittsburgh. I will take a look at Clyde edwards Uh Nothing more than GPP, though. Um, that's just kind of my prerogative on there. That's probably what's going to bump out Devin Singletary in that matchup. Uh, 6,517 and 5,800 good for 16th, 25th, and 13th. Uh, Steelers have been 26 on the season in points allowed to the running back position, 23.7 on FanDuel, 27.2 on DK. Uh, but we do have to watch out for Daryl Williams and Derek Gore. Uh, but they're, but Pittsburgh is way worse on the ground than they are through the air. So consider that. Uh, Tyreek Hill now moves into kind of a top end GPP spot, 8,700, 31, and 8,400. He cleared COVID pretty fucking quick, so that's got to mean he was asymptomatic. Uh, we'll be facing off against Joe Hayden. Um, do like him. Do like him as a GPP option. Um, but we'll have to see. I mean, he didn't practice all week. We'll see what happens here. No Harrison Bucker for Kansas City as a kicker. I'll have to fill that one in there. Uh, no Travis Kelsey as of yet, um, but he still has a chance to clear. Still has a chance to clear. Until then, we're just not going to consider it there, okay? Denver at Vegas. This is a pick game across the board. 42 was the over-under, now 41.5, so this is completely... Uh, to me, this is the running back game, so we are going to consider Javante and Melvin again. 6,323 and 6,100 for Javante, 18, 10, and 10. Melvin Gordon, 6,321 and 5,800 for 18, 13, and 13. Raiders, 13th in DVOA, rush defense, 25th versus running back in the passing game. That's been more of Javante's area lately. Um, so pay attention to that. 30th in points allowed to the running back position as a whole. 25.7 on FanDuel, 29.5 on DK. Uh, right now, just comp- uh, just considering in GPP, but that might, that could change. That could definitely change. Um, in their split backfield. Uh, Drew Locks in there versus Teddy Bridgewater. We know that they kind of handcuff him and don't allow him to really get any you know, traction on there. So um, I would expect them to kind of grind, try to grind this game to a halt. Josh Jacobs on the other side, I also have to consider because he's really the only game in town um, for the Raiders in terms of the backfield. 
6,819 and 6,000, good for 12th, 18th, and 11th. Uh, Denver Broncos, 23rd in rush defense DVOA, uh, 23rd versus running back in the passing game, 11th in points allowed to the running back position at 18.5 on FanDuel, 21.1 on DK. So that's what it is. Uh, that's the end of that. Um, I will be. Ooh, I gotta gotta make sure I save this correctly and not save it under week fifteen. Um, I will be working on this all night um, and hopefully get a podcast out later today, but probably in the morning. Uh, definitely want to get it out today, though, or get it out this week. Um, but that's it. We're at an hour. That's perfect. I want to get my lineups in so I can play uh, DFS this week for Saturday. So pay attention. I'll have it out as soon as I can possibly get it out as far as the article is uh, concerned. And then, uh, yeah, I get something out in the morning. I'll get something out in the morning as far as a podcast. All right, so pay attention. <laughs>